0: Welcome back to A Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers. I'm Dave Orsborn here at the St. Gabriel Studio. Joining me by phone again this morning for Holy Thursday is Sister Anna Chiara, the vocation directress for the Franciscan disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning, Sister.
1: Good morning, Dave. How are you doing?
0: Wonderful. Blessed. Thanks for being with us on this Holy Thursday.
1: I'm happy to be. Thank you.
0: Today we have a homily uh, from the Mass of the Lord's Supper, delivered by Pope Benedict the 16th in 2006. Sister, can you start us with prayer?
1: Yes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for this day where we can gather together and just speak of that love, to reflect on that love, to let that love sink deeply into our hearts and change our lives. Lord, we ask that you would um, reveal to us the parts of your heart that show who you really are, a God of love, a God of closeness, a God of service, and that we would be drawn to you, drawn to your heart that many people will come to know that love this day. We ask for your graces of conversion and repentance and blessing upon all of the people who are listening. And Lord, we give our lives to you this day. We thank you for all the things that you've done for us, all of the ways that you've blessed us. Thank you for even all of the trials, because you use all things. And Lord, we thank you and bless you for who you are. We love you, and we place our lives in your hands. And in your most holy and precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Sister. From Pope Benedict XVI, a homily from the Mass of our Lord's Supper. God is not a remote God, too distant or too great to be bothered with our trifles. Since God is great, he can also be concerned with small things since he is great the soul of man the same man created through eternal love is not a small thing but great and worthy of God's love God's holiness is not merely an incandescent power before which we are obliged to withdraw terrified it is a power of love and therefore a purifying and healing power God descends and becomes a slave. He washes our feet so that we may come to his table. In this, the entire mystery of Jesus Christ is expressed. In this, what redemption means becomes visible. The basin in which he washes us is his love, ready to face death. Only love has that purifying power which washes the grime away from us and elevates us to God's heights. The basin that purifies us is God himself who gives himself to us without reserve to the very depths of his suffering and his death. He is ceaselessly this love that cleanses us in the sacraments of purification baptism in the sacrament of penance he is continually on his knees at our feet and carries out for us the service of a slave the service of purification making us capable of God his love is inexhaustible it truly goes to the very end what stood out for you sister
1: Oh, so much I can't this is so rich this entire selection is just so rich and I know Pope Benedict he doesn't just choose words because they sound good but I know that every single word he chooses is so intentional and so meaningful. In fact, even though I don't have much to say about it, I do just want to point out this one line. In this, when he talks about Jesus descending and becoming a slave, he washes our feet so that we may come to his table. And Pope Benedict says, in this, the entire mystery of Jesus Christ is expressed. The entire mystery of Jesus Christ is expressed in this act of condescension, this act of service this act of closeness I wish I had I wish I had been able to reflect on this for like an entire year (laughs) unpack (laughs) that Um, and I think I will I think I will keep praying with this passage because I want to know the mystery of Jesus Christ I want to know what it means what he was trying to teach us I know in that gospel passage he he tells the disciples right now you don't understand you'll understand later That's kind of how I feel right now. I don't understand, but I'm hoping that that I will understand later um, what he did in that moment. And, you know, I I love that he started with God is not a remote God, too distant or too great to be bothered with our trifles. I think as adults, we've kind of maybe become convinced by what the world says greatness is. And greatness to us, um, when we think of great people, kind of inaccessible to us. People who have no idea who I am, they don't know my name, um, but those are are the great people in in the world's estimation of greatness. But children think of greatness much differently. To a little child, um, the great ones in his life are his mom or his dad. Those are his heroes. Those are the ones the ones who are close to Him, the ones who care for Him, the ones who know His name and His needs and are there at every moment. That's what greatness is to a child. And I think that that's what Jesus is teaching us. He taught us in the Scriptures and the Gospels that we have to be like little children. We have to turn and become like little children if we want to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And here, we think that that's a big thing from becoming an adult, an adult to becoming a child again. But Jesus is showing us an image of God becoming a slave what a transition what a self-emptying and he's giving us the model of what it means to be great I think I think it's somewhere in us I think somewhere in us we really do know what it means to be great I, I, we have a, a neighbor here that he's kind of you know in the world's estimation great you know, he's popular he's known in the sports world people know about him But one day he came and he shoveled our driveway. He (laughs) he shoveled our snow off our driveway. And somebody heard about it. And they said, you know, I never really liked him before. (laughs) But but now I know that he is a good man. Because he lowered himself. He came and he did an act of service for us. Now I know that he is a good man. And I thought, wow, it is in our hearts. It is in our hearts what greatness truly is. God has planted it in our hearts. There's a song that I love, um, Pan de Vida. In Spanish it says, Poder es servir. Power is for service. And ever since I was a little girl, that just touched my heart so much. In the world, power is for control. But in the kingdom of God, power is for service. The parents do not dominate their children. They serve their children. And the littler they are, the more helpless and needy they are, the more they serve them. And the more tender is their love for them. And God is showing us that his kingdom is much more like a family than it is a business or an institution. His kingdom has much more to do with love and service of the other, lifting them up. We couldn't comprehend grasping God, so he emptied himself and he became like one of us. And God, <laughs> become, we become capable of God. I think we, we shared that in one of our past reflections. God makes us capable of him. Because he lowers himself. And this is what we're called to imitate. This is this is the God who is not too remote, not too distant, not too great to be bothered with our trifles. Because he is great, he can also be concerned with small things. And it just moves my heart (laughs) into so much tenderness, so much awe. I I was speaking with my one of my uncles And he said, you know, I look at all the stars and all the planets and I think, how could God be thinking of me? He's so big and I'm so little. How could he be thinking of me? But I was talking to a (laughs) six-year-old and we were talking about our favorite Bible passages and I mentioned the one about how God knows each of the stars and he calls each one of them by name. And this little six-year-old, he said, I love that one. And also the one about the shepherd and his eyes and his heart, like he just left the conversation and you could see he was like in contemplation Mm -hmm. of a shepherd who would be guiding this little sheep that he knew that he was. I thought, wow, it's the children who understand the closeness and the greatness of God.
0: Thank you, sister. I I also want to say thank you um, for showing how beautiful and how accessible through grace and through the help of the Holy Spirit this type of lexio is that we're all able to take this, this reflection for Holy Thursday with uh, three paragraphs and how easy it is to spend 10 minutes, 12 minutes with it. And as you said, sister, find find that phrase that you could spend the next year on, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking, asking me to reflect on these. Um, I feel enriched in a way that I would not have been. So I'm, I praise God and, and thank you very much.
0: So friends, you've been listening to A Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers, Dave Orsborn. I've been joined for this Holy Thursday by Sister Anna Chiara, the vocation directress from the Franciscan Disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ.